What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Haberman Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one, HAM1. And it's brought to you by BoxOfAwesome.com and the promo code HAM. BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. And we're not done, guy. No. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. A.B., helmet denied again appeal. So... I guess Rosenhaus said no big deal. He's wearing the new helmet now. We're all good. Custom one. (laughs) Okay. See this. I'll say one thing before we forget because it happened on Friday night. A.B. being at the high school game and just acting like a rock star and who is a rock star and he's really famous. Like he is... Charles was that famous, but he wasn't out and about. Like, there is something with a younger version of a rock star that plays into it that I don't know if the Bay Area's really had in a while. Like, Steph was kind of like that a little when he's younger, but they don't go out as much anymore. Like, AB's always just out. Well, the photo of him with, like, the De La Salle cheerleaders and then just, like, the whole crowd around him is, to me, one of the most iconic photos of 2019. I would agree. John, it was one of the great photos I've seen this year. Like, it was such a great photo. In part because of who, like if he had just been A.B. dude who hasn't been in the headline and is just silently practicing, it would be fine. It'd still be a cool photo. Yeah, you know how. But A.B. can't show up to a practice but is in the crowd at De La Salle. I mean, he has shown up to a practice. But you know what I'm saying. Incredible photo. Incredible photo. And as someone, I didn't realize why. I can't believe my, I'm ashamed that my first thought wasn't, is he like up and down the sideline looking for his helmet from one of these kids? 
Does anybody have a helmet That's he can borrow? That's a pretty good joke. I, I think he was having so much fun and people smiling. People tweeted that one at me. Is that, you know how people in the business think like A-Rod is just a little too polished? Like how many classes has he taken? When you watch Antonio Brown give an interview, and it was probably easy because the ESPN cameras, uh, ESPN just asked him to come on. And he didn't go to St. Thomas Aquinas, but he went to another high school, and I think he lives by there, and I think he has knows people that have played on the high school team. So he's just like, yeah, I'll come on. And clearly, you give him a camera, he wanted to come on. But every time he talked, like, God, that, that guy, he would be like, you know, the wide receiver for St. Thomas Aquinas, who's going to Georgia, and I had a play that looked like Randy Moss guy. I mean, they, I walked by their team. They looked like an NFL team. They were enormous. It was I, – I, I hat tip the respect, the Derek Jeter meme or gif. That's what I would do to De La Salle for just hang, oh, his nephew? hanging yeah. in that game, 24 to 14. Because that team – Look like the Raiders. I'm not shitting you. I walked by them and then just watched them play. You're like, gee. They, I think they had six SEC commits. And I'm not talking Kentucky. I'm talking Florida, Georgia. Our guy from Oklahoma said he desperately wants the left tackle, whose last name is Doomerville. Yeah, his brother is Doomerville, the pass rusher. So they're getting Elvis. They're getting a different level of guy. What's his name? If his brother's like Elvis, some, what's like his name? James Doomerville. I don't know. It's like ass kicker oh, Doomerville. Uh, but my point is that about. AB being there, it, it just one he must live in Walnut Creek because he was at Las Lomas, which is also around here, so he must be staying in this area. But he just felt like a rock star guy. I just I don't know what else to say. But he always smiles after he says something, so he'll talk a little bit in increments, and then he'll just and then it's time for you to ask a question, and then he just smiles like someone taught him to do that. Because as people are tweeting me, we're like, how is this guy so crazy yet so likable? Because you see him or you follow him on Instagram. He could kind of make you laugh and make you smile and feel good because he sometimes makes me feel good when I see some of the stuff. But clearly, in talking to people that would know, he is a headache, you know? And that's for the Raiders, too. Like, this, it clearly, has been a major headache for them. Though, once he's around, the one thing you'll hear is he's great. And, and I think it's very similar in a much different way because I don't, there's not substances involved that we know of or that are legal in California that aren't legal in California is is like when you heard about Alden everyone would be like god when he's in the facility he's like learning he's great he's here he's practicing his ass off it's like we just don't know you know if he's gonna make it tomorrow I think that's what they be they just like is something gonna come up tomorrow where he's just gonna storm out because when he's here it's like but the di- but the, yeah, but there is a significant difference between the reasons they would be absent right well yeah but my point I, I think they're similar in the sense though that the great unknown but when you're yeah. such a great player you're just you're in bed with the great unknown. Like you see him at that game. If you're Gruden at home, I follow McVeigh's uh, fiance on uh, on Insta. So she Insta storied a, a Saturday night, like she was sitting down on her couch next to Sean and the dog. And they go to Sean, and he's working. Like he had his, you could tell he was working on something. Like luckily she didn't zoom in too close. Like it looked like something kind of serious because he had a notebook with a bunch of different colors next to him. But in the background, what do you think McVeigh was watching? He had the Dale Sal game on. Hard knocks. Oh, yeah, the day was out. He's just a junkie. But I would imagine yeah. if you're just watching it and then you see him talk, you're like, God, this guy's funny. He's fun loving. You know, he's just, he's in a great mood. Because doesn't he kind of exude happiness a lot of the time? Yeah. He smiles a lot, guy. Like, to me, Alden, there was a darkness to Alden, like a quiet kind of just, there's a weirdness with AB. I think that's the way someone sure. in the league described me. They just said he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's just weird. Like, Gruden is nuts just because, you know, anytime you wake up every morning at four and just are, I mean, football is 
means more to you than your family. He, I mean, I think the last Hard Knocks, he said he was more excited to watch Keelan Doss play a home game than he was to see his wife. He hadn't seen his wife in two weeks. Like, and I don't why everyone laughed in the room. Like, they're like, yeah, he's kind of serious. Like, he's not even kidding. The only person that didn't laugh was his wife. Yeah. Who even said like probably yeah, of course. if she saw yeah, it, but she would like right. yeah, of course John wants. She's to. part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, that I think that Antonio is just he's just a weird cat, man. Great, great player, but just weird cat. I'm telling you though, guy, I, I believe this, and I, I I wrote the article. Their offense, if Derek's good and Antonio can figure out how to play in a big helmet, could be pretty good because they have like they have way more. For example, like the Niners when we're like blowing Debo, I mean. Debo would be a backup on the Raiders. That's just like the, the Raiders starting two wide receivers are legit. And they got a guy that was a starter for a playoff team, Tyrell Williams, and then they got the best receiver in the league, or one of them. It's hard to, to me, he's been the best receiver. There is an unknown anytime you change your quarterback when you're leaving a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, that's just part of the deal. And we're Derek guys. I think him and Derek can have a lot of success, but they're, to act like there's not a drop off would be, that would be homerism. Yeah, but I know that he is just – you just line up a bunch of receivers, you take all the quarterbacks off all the teams. He's one of the – still arguably – Whether he's playing with Peterman or whether he's playing with whoever, he should be good. Now, the but, I, yeah. but the point would be I've seen Hopkins dominate with shitty guys because with shitty guys, usually you're not going to win as much. He's only won and he's only played with a great player. That's what I think the curveball yeah. is with Antonio. Is like, you know what Hopkins does when times are shitty? He acts normal and everyone loves him. But I do like I would say like I do think just because I was reading some about him today I do think he's better with Deshaun you know so like well, even my, if my point you is don't no get guy, Ben he, Roethlisberger AB you're still getting a great player That's yeah but he but one of the curveballs with AB is that like if you start off one and three you know does he does he mail it in on you Hopkins right. we've seen he ain't a mail in guy Julio ain't yeah. a mail in guy Devontae Adams not a mail in guy like Antonio this is where he's kind of a conundrum. You know, or what would the proper word be when two things are opposite? Is that oxymoron? Two things are on the opposite side of each other. Maybe that's yeah, the wrong I, word for I, this, he, but for well, oxymoron is something that. Yeah, I mean, he would be. Uh, what's what's there is a word for this, and I'm well here because here's how I would describe it. Like he's no like what when you describe Antonio Brown, you go well, he's one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the league, and the hardest practicing player. But then you go, yeah, when shit gets weird, he's liable to just disappear, <laughs> right? So it's hard to have like the hardest working player. And that's what's been so weird about everyone going. Well, he just doesn't want to do. Enig- is he an enigma? Is Maybe that what he's he an is? enigma because he just didn't want yeah. to have training camp. But one of the reasons they felt comfortable in kind of overextending themselves for a, probably a player that they shouldn't have been in bed with because they wanted his work ethic and his practice habits to be shown to the younger guys. But then one of the narratives, well, he's actually okay. He just doesn't really want to practice. So what is it? I'm kind of lost. You know, I've become confused. And I, I still am kind of confused. And I, I talking to a couple people there, I think they've been kind of confused. It's been confusing. And I think Tomlin would just tell you, be ready to be confused with this guy. <laughs> you know? You, if your quarterback plays well, you'll win, he'll ball, and the confusion is tolerable. Now, if he starts getting mad at your quarterback or mad at your play caller or mad at just a teammate, he's liable to freak about shit that, like, you don't used to. Like, you're used to in the NFL – I, I kind of learned. I didn't quite understand what the transfer portal was. I talked to someone yesterday who described it. Now I completely understand. I, I thought I did, but I actually didn't know what it was. And the thing is, in college football, if you're if you are a top recruit, and I'm at USC, 
And I realized right away, like, I'm going to be a backup here for a couple years. Not even a quarterback. Let's just say linebacker. So I'm like, I'm going transfer portal. Like, in the NFL, and that player could just be like, of course you're a backup. You're just, a, you're just one of the recruits. you got you got to prove yourself you're a long way away. In the NFL, once I have you under contract, I don't have to start you. Like, you're not really going anywhere, right? There is no transfer portal. Like, I can just do things. With Antonio, so I can treat players a little bit like a business, and most of them understand, even though they're humans, you got to talk to them. So if I'm benching a guy, like an older player for a younger player, but I'm keeping him on the roster, probably have to have the conversation, but they'll kind of understand. And most players kind of come to grips with who's better and who's not. Antonio is a great wild card because at any moment he can just freak about who knows what, unlike the majority of players, when even in a sport where a lot of just random shit happens, right? That is, you could understand a guy freaking out about. Like you don't throw a ball to him in a big spot. You don't put him in the game. Like, we see this all the time, and it's very understandable. Like, you didn't play Malcolm Butler. You didn't throw the ball to Julio. You didn't do this or that. Like, it, we get it. It's talked about a lot. But you know what most of the time happens? For the most part, guys, a couple weeks later, yeah, we, we talked about it. We got over it. We're on to the next thing. Like, the one thing that you could never overcome was the Russell Wilson pick. That franchise and that group of players could never overcome it. It was the elephant in the room. It was, you know, like football suicide for that group. It ended it. It just it ended their run because they never looked at each other the same, right? Where but most instances like Malcolm Butler, the one thing Bill had going for him, he could Bill he was going to leave. You know, if Malcolm if they it was like still under contract, he probably would have had to trade him, right? You couldn't bring him back, right? Like the one thing if if Antonio, I'd say the thing here though is like if Antonio did just miss a couple days in practice on like week six. I don't know if anyone on the team now would be that shocked, so maybe they're a little accustomed well, to it. So maybe it's healthy that they the got to see it. They problem. already got to feel it a little bit. It's crazy. Maybe. I, look, that's <laughs> glass half full. Guys, I think a, the fundamental problem, fundamental problem is that you can have a controversy with him. You can Everybody puts all their shit on the table. You hash it out. You come out of the room crying and hugging each other. And that doesn't mean that it, something else isn't going to happen. It doesn't prevent that the next time something comes up, it's as if you guys never hashed it out, right? So when John Gruden's walking off the field on a Saturday, he says, look, man, any issue you got, just come to me. We will figure this out. And it's like, yeah, we're good. And John went to bed that night. I, Gruden went to bed thinking, I got through to him. And then the next day he didn't show up. That is like a hard lesson to learn with him. So you're right. Maybe in that way they learned their lesson. But don't think for a second. Because you figured one thing out that something else isn't going to come Can you imagine? Up. And we'll. That's what, I was thinking about this for the Hard Knocks guys. The last ten years, they have got to see it. Like if you on the crew or the editing crew, you get to see a lot of good shit, right? You do get to see a lot yeah. of stuff that's getting cut. There's a right. decent chance, just a fifty-fifty chance, because they got cameras around the guy at all times. That now I have heard. They when they go to their personnel meetings, that he can tell them like you guys can't come in here. Like it's not it's pointless. We're just talking about who we're going to cut, who we're going to keep, who we're going to play. Like you're not welcome in here, and they just don't come in anymore. Well, back in the day, I think they they were just there twenty four seven, and you could cut stuff out, or they just left a lot in. I think that's dramatically changed. But there's a chance he was in a normal meeting, like with Derek, or something, right? Just talking quarterback play or installing offense or doing something just relatively normal where the cameras are allowed to come there. And where someone pokes their head in the room and be like, hey, coach, uh, Antonio Brown's left. just Or just whispered something in his ear when he just, like, jaw drops, hands the clicker to Greg Olson and walks out of the room, right? That, that 
that would be awesome if that film, if something like that happens on this next episode. I'm not expecting it. But there's a decent chance that Haberman and Middlecoff of the editing crew got to see that when the Raiders told them you can't include that. But they were like, God, this is pretty good. Right? They, they get some pretty good scenes behind the scenes. Oh, imagine, like, surely there's some camera guy or mic guy who's won his fantasy league just because he heard about some guy in a meeting that no one else knew about, right? Probably. Or at least it's just it's helped. Like, if you just play fantasy and you're one of the mic, you're one of the camera guys for Hard Knocks, like, you have an advantage. I, I, I also think... This is not a going a rant about fantasy. I, I think long term fantasy, and you had an issue last year when you took Le'Veon Bell. It's but not me. Yeah, but you drafted for her, right? No, she just didn't get signed. My wife Alyssa didn't get signed into the account quick enough to take off auto draft, and I took Le'Veon Bell number one. That there is a lot of luck in season long fantasy, and I've more and more people that I hear talk about it. It drives them nuts because they're like, "This is impossible." Even and they love it. It's not like baseball fantasy where like this is boring. I love my fantasy team, but I, you know, I draft David Johnson. He breaks his leg two weeks in. I'm screwed if I use my first pick. Yeah. Well, that's where I love it. And DraftKings back on the podcast. It is much more. Hey, guy, and we'll, I'm sure we'll do this a couple times. Maybe week one, we just have a league. Hundred people can join or whatever. You have a pretty good idea. Like you wouldn't take Andrew Luck as you saw with OJ Simpson. Did you see that video that went viral? <laughs> yes, I just rolled my. Because, eyes. Who's yes, in his I fantasy league? Not even tongue in cheek. Like literally, who's in his fantasy league? I mean, the general. Would you be in it if you were invited? No. I wouldn't either. No, I mean, I would never be invited, but. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day with Antonio, you just hope he's in a good place. But like you said, at any moment, he could go out of a good place on something that you didn't even do, right? On something that was out of your control or thought that he would like. I, 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 that's the hard part with people that aren't consistent human beings because everyone's tweeting about they lost his grievance, it's all good now. And I've seen a lot of media people go like, are we sure? And of course we're not sure. By the way, speaking of, I just started thinking like, I'm, there's, I'm not in anybody's fantasy league. So as our boy Estes texted me two days ago and said, fantasy draft is Sunday. I know I owe you dinner from the last time you drafted for me two or three years ago. I don't remember that's, how long it's that's been. That's Sean Estes for those listening. I don't know if you ever heard about 15-year big league. Sean Estes. Th- th- can you draft for me again Sunday? Or next Sunday? That's maybe. not today, but next Sunday. May- yeah, maybe it was today. I don't know. I said no. I, you haven't... I don't... First of all, no. The answer is just no. I can't do it. But you, you, you're, you can't promise me a second dinner when you're three or two years late on the first dinner. Didn't they do the draft like super late at night? Late at night, like in a physical place, you're not like on a computer. Again, like I'm, I'm a different place in my life. I got no interest. But, Sean, you still, I haven't had the first dinner yet. Where was the dinner? Just wherever. Just wherever. Just where you want to have dinner, we'll have dinner. It hasn't been a dinner. Yeah. There was no dinner. There is no dinner. There won't be. A dinner. He says, oh, I'll be back in town mid-September. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I would imagine that AB is going to fall in this fantasy year. Right now, he might daily fantasy. I might take Zeke is the quite like Zeke's the big question. What if you take or, Zeke or Melvin Gordon? Like, where would you take that? That's guy? the one people are asking me. Is what do I do? With but Zeke? I'm just saying, Antonio Brown. It, would it shock anyone if he has 95 catches and 14 touchdowns? No. Would it shock anyone if he only has 50 catches because for two weeks he left the team? You know, you just he's a great wild card. I, I'd say beside the holdouts and now Luck, who's gone. No one has a bigger variance in what could be and what could not be than this guy. Would you agree with that? 
Because he, he could just do he you could think, have one twenty. Well, he could have a. He, I will say he this have his though. Best like, year of his I career. feel, I think his floor is higher than Zeke's. Just as of we sit today, I'd feel more comfortable drafting AB than I would Zeke, just because I don't know what Zeke's going to do. Like I know AB's on the team, and like he, I do think he's going to show up for games. I do. Well, think he's got nineteen and a half million Antonio. reasons to. Yeah, so I do think Antonio. Like through all this, what have we talked about? When week one rolls around, like he's putting on a helmet and he's playing a football yeah. game. Especially with this helmet thing, in theory, behind you. Yeah, he's playing. But we just I just think when things get weird for a team, that's going to be hard to win a lot of games. Now, yeah, But, but what I keep getting back to, I, I actually I think their, okay their offense is going to be pretty good. I think he's a great player. I think their offense is good. I like a lot of their players on offense. Like I think he's going to have a good year. I, I do, too. Yeah. I, I think they're off, I uh, think Derek's going to have a good year. I, I think we... I, I, th- I believe in their offense, guy. I believe in their we, offense uh, more than the Niners right now. I'll tell you that. How about that, Raider fans? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.